RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. The financial secretary warns that Hong Kong's economic growth may have slowed as to as low as 1.5% in the previous quarter. The head of the Elderly Commission says if businesses continue to discriminate against elderly workers, Hong Kong may need to legislation to require companies to hire people over 60. And a new record is set at the Hong Kong Marathon. The Financial Secretary Paul Chan says Hong Kong's economic growth may have slowed to as low as 1.5% in the fourth quarter of last year, which would be the lowest growth rate since the first quarter of 2016. Mr. Chan says the figure is based on preliminary figures, but if confirmed, the city's GDP would have grown by just 3% for the whole of 2018 at the bottom end of government forecasts. He also says with uncertainties like the U.S.-China trade dispute and the effects of Brexit, the economy could slow further this year to below-trend growth or under 2.7%. Mr. Chan will deliver his budget at the end of the month. The chairman of the Elderly Commission says legislation to require companies to re-employ people who are aged 60 and above may be needed if age discrimination against the elderly continues. Lam Jingchoi says the problem is serious and is hurting Hong Kong's economy as many industries face labor shortages. The executive councillor also said the government could encourage publicly funded organizations to raise the retirement age of their employees to 65 and provide financial incentives to the private sector. A lot of employers are still having the myth that uh, those uh, mature worker or senior worker, they, their productivity is uh, less. Uh, in actual fact, it's not, but, uh, but uh, since a lot of them are still believing so, so by providing a financial incentive or tax exemption, uh, I believe uh, this kind of uh, incentive will offset uh, their wrong belief uh, that uh, their productivity is uh, less than uh, the other age group. The Professional Teachers Union says there's an, alar- an alarming trend for local tertiary institutions to hire part-time lecturers on the cheap instead of providing more permanent positions. The group polled over 500 teaching staff at 26 institutions across the territory and found that almost 16% were employed on part-time contracts and enjoy little to no benefits. Seven out of ten are full-time contract staff, while only 13% hold permanent positions. Union President Feng Waiwa says life is especially hard for younger part-time lecturers who often have to teach at more than one school to make ends meet. They are depending on these part-time teaching jobs for their living. So I think that is a trend and that will have a, a detrimental effect on the teaching quality and also on the development a career development of these youngsters. So their pay is actually low. For example, in most of the um, institutions, when they teach the uh, sub-degree level courses, their hourly pay is actually uh, $700 or more or less. Liberal Party lawmaker Tommy Chung says he's disappointed and surprised by Chief Executive Carrie Lam's refusal to bring in overseas healthcare workers to ease the burden of public hospital doctors. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, Mr. Zhang proposed the scrapping of a medical licensing exam and a one-year internship program, the two major hurdles, facing overseas doctors who wish to work here. Instead, Mr. Zhang said they should be put to work in public clinics and hospitals for at least five years to test their abilities before giving them a license. With this proposal, we not only ensure that these doctors are given licenses to practice in Hong Kong after demonstrating capability in their specialties during their services in the public health sector under supervision, but also ease the public medical manpower shortage in the short term 
and provide more choices of doctors to the middle class if some of them enter the private health sector in the long term. This is certainly a win-win situation that will attract more experienced overseas trained doctors, as well as provide high-quality medical services for Hong Kong residents. The U.S. State Department spokeswoman Heather Nauert has withdrawn from consideration to be the next ambassador to the United Nations. President Trump nominated the former Fox News host in December. The BBC's Sanjay Dasgupta reports. Despite her lack of political experience, President Trump nominated the former Fox News host as his candidate to replace Nikki Haley as the U.S. ambassador to the United Nations though no formal nomination had been sent to the Senate. Ms. Nawat now says the past two months have been grueling for her family and she was acting in their interest in withdrawing her candidacy. The 48-year-old former television anchor was widely viewed as a competent State Department spokesperson. But despite her poise at the podium, some have questioned whether she had the substantive expertise to succeed at the cutting edge of global diplomacy. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The acting U.S. Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan has said he hasn't yet determined whether a border wall with Mexico is a military necessity or how much Pentagon money would be used to build it. Mr. Shanahan was speaking to reporters on his plane. We always anticipated that this will create a lot of attention. So very deliberately, we have not made any decisions. We've identified the steps we would take to make those decisions. This is is the important part of that. We laid that out so we could do it quickly. The Venezuelan opposition leader, Juan Guaido, has outlined his plan to fracture support for President Nicolas Maduro by organizing a huge humanitarian aid distribution across the country. Mr. Guaido said he'd recruited over 600,000 volunteers who'd carry the aid from border crossings next Saturday. Food and medicine has been arriving in U.S. military planes at the Colombian border. A representative of Mr. Guaido's interim government, Lestor Toledo, spoke as supplies were being unloaded. The most important thing is that the day is close when the doors at the Colombia-Venezuela border will open so that only meters from here, not only humanitarian aid will go through, not only medical supplies, not only food for our people who don't have any will go through, but also freedom. Sports, we start with today's Hong Kong Marathon where Barnabas Kipktum of Kenya set a new record. His time of 2 hours, 9 minutes and 21 seconds eclipses the previous Hong Kong record set in 2012 by over 2 minutes. The Kenyan was a clear winner with no challengers in sight when he crossed the finish line at Victoria Park. I was not thinking about breaking the record, but win. I was just to be a winner. But breaking the record is only the advantage of being a winner. The women's marathon was won by Volya Mazuronak of Belarus. More than 74,000 runners took part in humid conditions and light rain. 21-year-old Haniel Chao was the fastest local runner in the full marathon, finishing in a time of 2 hours, 25 minutes, 57 seconds. He was asked for the secret to his success. When I just started running, I just stuck with um, the first female runner, um, and she also got, got her place. So I'm, I'm glad that we did this together. And I just feel like um, when we run together, we were like helping each other out. English Premier League champions Manchester City are through to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup after a win against fourth-tier side Newport County, who are 82 league places below them. 
Phil Foden scored twice for his City in a 4-1 victory. All the goals were scored in the second half. And City manager Pep Guardiola admits they took a while to get going. It was really hard. So we we leave the English football, the, what means the cup. You know, competition will start a long time ago. And everybody deserves and big surprises and really tough, really tough game. But at the end, we, we did what we should do. Brighton are also thought through to the last eight. Anthony Knockert and Jürgen Lokadia scored their goals in a 2-1 victory over Derby County before former England defender Ashley Cole scored a consolation for the championship side. Brighton manager Chris Hutton said his team were worthy winners and says they have a great chance to get to the final now. Really delighted and uh, I don't I think there'd be anybody that didn't think or feel that we didn't deserve to win. Made hard work of it in the end against a, a very good Derby side. A lot of enthusiasm and quality. It's a year when, of course, a lot of the, the Premier League teams are, are out of the competition and, and I think probably the likes of ourselves and others that are still in there, you know, had that opportunity to, to progress one step further. In the one other fifth round tie, championship strugglers Millwall beat third tier side AFC Wimbledon 1 0. Twin the news, our top stories once again. The financial secretary warns that Hong Kong's economic growth may have slowed to as low as 1.5% in the previous quarter. The head of the Elderly Commission says if businesses continue to discriminate against elderly workers, Hong Kong may need legislation to require companies to hire people over 60. And a new record is set at the Hong Kong Marathon. That ends the news from RTHK. This is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Y'all still want me to come with you? 